Good morning to to all of you, and we praise God whom blessings flow. And so I want to just talk about, just for a little bit, five things that you inherit as an associate minister at a traditional church, or rather an, an established church. I want to lift up a very familiar passage, Reverend Featherstone. It's found in Matthew chapter 20, verses 26 through 27. Matthew 20, verses 26 through 27 says, Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. Uh, Preachers, we say many times, when you answer the call of the appointment, and I was just sharing this past earlier this week with some candidate ordination candidates about the sacrifice of ministry. It, it's, it's really for, for grown Christians. This ministry um, is real. Um, it's nothing to play with, even though we, we're gonna, you're going to have a wonderful journey, but it's serious business. And ministry... It's about following the the pattern of Jesus Christ. Now, let's engage, just talk about some things that we inherit, Reverend Featherstone, Sister Eubanks. We, first of all, very much just like a new pastor, very much you inherit people. When you become new to the ministry, new to an established church, you inherit people. So I don't understand when when clergy desire to be in the ministry and they don't have a heart for people. You must have a heart for people. If you're going to be effective in ministry, you must have a heart for people. And I think that's something sometimes that we miss. And so we must have a heart uh, for people. We inherit uh, people, all right? It's about relationships. And we do our best to establish meaningful relationships because the ministry, it's not about processes, policy, and procedures. It's about people. And we all set the tone for developing meaningful relationships, relationships in the ministry. Those who are part of the um, auxiliaries, we're really working as a team. There's really one star, and that star is Jesus Christ. The Bible says that he is the head of the church. And ministers, I believe if we keep that in focus, I think we're going to be all right. So the first thing is that we inherit uh, people. 
Second, you in, you inherit the culture of the congregation. You inherit the social milieu of the ministry. That's why it's important that we continue to always evaluate where we are. Always evaluate the leadership. Always don't count it strange that Pastor Thorpe, and I really don't mind it, that I have an annual review. There's a past, there's an annual review. I look at what I've, some things I've started out in the beginning of a thing to the end of a thing. And I say that to say, continue to evaluate how you're doing in the ministry. Evaluate how you're moving forward. Now, some things will become new, especially if you come into a new ministry, but you want to know the culture and people create culture. Okay, you inherit people, you inherit culture, but also you inherit, you inherit a ministry team. Each of us are part of a team. The council is a team, the ministers, the diaconate, the trustees, the stewards, the presidents of their auxiliaries, where there's a working, there ought to be a synergy with the team. At any time anybody leads that team, it changes the dynamics of that team, of that staff. And so it's important that everybody understands that everybody has a role to play, but nobody is bigger than the next. Everybody's working together. And understand your function and your role as a preacher. Now, what happens sometimes in some ministries, some churches, you will have auxiliaries or titles or roles spilling into the other roles. So that's why it's important to Clarify the expectations of a particular ministry. Clarify the expectations of a particular role, whether it's a preacher, whether it's a deacon, a trustee. The more we're, we're developed in our areas and we desire to grow and define who we are now, Case in point, is more to you than a preacher. You have a family. Some of us have spouses. Some of us are educators. Some of us are fathers, mothers, grandparents. You have different roles. But never forget, you are still a person. You still have feelings. Never neglect who you are. Know your identity in Jesus Christ. Know the culture. Know the people. 
know the team, but also when you come into a ministry, you also inherit expectations. When you become a preacher, a minister, a pastor, a bishop, an apostle, there are expectations that comes with this. And sometimes these expectations coincide with the previous leadership. Some say, well, if, if, if just say if you began pastoring the church and you come across or there's a conversation with the previous leadership or well, or the church. Well, we used to doing things this way. We used to doing things that way. And as a role or as a pastor, as a preacher, every now and then, roles have to be clarified. And because you have a function, there ought to be accountability. Everybody ought to be accountable to somebody. And what happens in leadership is sometimes we like to do what we want to do because we, we, we don't want to be accountable and we don't want to, let me say this, we don't sometimes want to meet the expectations because their expectations was ever wrote. If you notice when uh, some time ago, and I, and I use Sister Eubanks for example, when you consider, uh, and I get with you at a later time, your, your licensure uh, to minister, I've, I've sent you uh, responsibilities and expectations as a minister of First Baptist Mission, some things to look for. One thing I did, as, especially with the council, those in that perspective areas, I had everybody to really understand their function, understand their role. If we understand our role, our function, our culture, our expectations, I believe we can serve just a little better. Lastly, you inherit your culture. You inherit people. You inherit um, expectations. But finally, you inherit tradition. You inherit tradition. You inherit the tradition of the congregation. You inherit the tradition of the congregation's polity. By us being a Baptist missionary, we're part of the Rowan. Listen to this. We're part of the Rowan, and as a support, the Rowan Baptist Association will support the local assembly, the local church. So you use the function of the ministry to further ministry objectives. But what happens is, keep in mind, also know your politic, congregational polity of the Baptists. That means 
that the Baptist church is totally autonomous. That means by us being congregation, the church has to do what? Vote. Vote on whatever they want to vote or present. But that's the polity that's different from the Episcopal, which deals with, there's a hierarchy of, of bishop, okay? But with the Baptists, please understand, the pastors also operate in the role of a local bishop. This is what I'm saying. I'm sharing these things with you so you can be an effective preacher, but also know your polity and the governance of the local body. These are some things that we inherit as preachers, as clerics, as associates, as pastors. But when you know your role, you can serve just a little better. <laughs> Amen. Is that all right? Is that all right? That's what we want to share today. Are there any thoughts, any questions? God bless you.